Now, you might not believe this, but the career path of almost every super successful individual included having a job just like the one you have now. You're either going to or coming from work, so we might as well talk about it today on Your Way to Work. And now, your host, Ricardo Witte. Hi, and welcome to On Your Way to Work. I'm your host, Rick Witted. It is an honor to spend a few minutes with you today. Whether you're in your car, at your desk, or in the parking lot, dreading to go into the workplace today. Listen, my friends, a promotion is a process. It is a journey. That's why they call it a career path. And this is the only show talking exclusively about the path from your current job to your future promotion. Trust me, you're on a path. Don't take where you're working now for granted because it's connected to where you want to be. And today, I'm going to help you get a little closer to there. So I tell you what, it has been a busy, busy season, and it's been nice to see many of our listeners engaging in regards to um, just questions about the show. So keep those pouring in. Today, we're going to talk about something that I have personally experienced quite a bit in my own life from my own personal career experience. And one of the listeners that sent in an email request to me, one of the questions uh, that this listener writes is recently experienced an issue at work not getting the position that I wanted to get. Love the company that I work for, but feel like they made a mistake. It's been hard trying to adjust to this. Any thoughts or ideas or tips on what I should do? Signed this listener. I've personally experienced this one a few times in my life. And I got to be honest, this is one of those pivotal moments in my career where it made a difference. It was a make or break moment for me. So, you know, the, the question really that we're going to tackle today is how do you handle the no, uh, right? When you really want a job uh, or you want that opportunity to uh, expand and do more. So what do you do when the response is you're not quite ready? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. I got a few things that I think will be helpful. So stay tuned and we'll be back in a moment. Hi, listeners. I just wanted to take a second to say thank you so much for watching the show, listening in, engaging and being in tune. I'm getting a lot of tweets and a lot of Facebook messages from you all. I've also looked out there on iTunes and I'm seeing some feedback. And for those that are taking a moment to just write a review, it means a lot to me and it means a lot to the future of this show. So if you enjoy what you're hearing, join those who are already doing it. Go to iTunes.com, pull up the podcast show and rate us. 
We're also available on Stitcher.com. Go to Stitcher and take a second and write a comment. I really appreciate you. Thanks so much for being a part of the family. Hi, listeners. Welcome back. This is Rick Witted, and you're listening to On Your Way to Work. And I think we often talk about the stuff that um, most people don't talk about. And the decisions about your career that are made at tables you never get to sit at. Well, you get a bird's eye view and you get to listen to some of those through myself and often some guests uh, that have got a lot of experience out there in the workplace. So how do you handle not getting the job that you wanted? So this is a tough one. I can tell you, I have been uh, in this scenario quite a few times in my career. I'd love to tell you that every single time that yours truly have interviewed for a job and or gone after a position that I got it on the first go round, but just not the case. Uh, But I can tell you this is tough. And I talk about this often on the show. But let me just say, we spend more time on the stage of work in our lives than anything else. Uh, My favorite stat, BLS.gov, Bureau of Labor Statistic, did an American Time Use survey. And in that survey, uh, Americans ages 24 to 54, working age, found that they spent 9.9, I believe, hours in work or work-related activities. The next closest thing was seven hours, and that was sleep. Everything else was a far distant rating after that. So we spent a lot of time at work. It becomes intrinsic and a part of our life. And I can tell you, it's more important than we even want to admit. And, you know, here's what... I have discovered when you don't get the promotion, when you don't get the next job that you thought you should have gotten, man, it feels like a kick in the teeth. It's just that tough. I know sometimes you can't explain it. The bottom line is work is important to us. It means a lot to us. So when you get the no, when you get the You're not quite ready. I think you're doing great, but you're not quite ready. How do you handle that? Well, let me first say there are five absolutely worst things you can do after you receive that no and or you're not quite ready. Five things, worst things you could do. Uh, And so let me just run through these. No particular order. But um, they're very important. Number one, displaying a bad attitude. It is the worst thing that you could do um, after you received a no. It's going to say a lot about professional maturity in you. It's going to say a lot about your ability um, to handle rejection and or to handle difficulties because that's a very difficult moment. Uh, And listen, everybody is aware of that. Everybody is aware that, you know, giving you the no uh, on a job that you want is tough because we all get it. We're all human. We all understand. And I tell you, for the most part, many of us, if not all of us, have been there. So the worst thing you could do is display a bad attitude. Uh, 
Matter of fact, what they're expecting that they're expecting that you're going to be, um, you know, deflated. They're expecting that you're going to this is going to be tough for you. And it is a great moment to completely amaze them and show them that you have professional maturity. You have the ability to handle the tough stuff, to take a lick and keep ticking and move on. So absolute worst thing you could do uh, when you don't get the job is display a bad attitude. Number two, again, and these are no particular priority order, uh, but worst thing that you could do after you didn't get the job is slack off in your current role. Just let me just tell you, that one is just signing an epitaph that says, here lies someone who will never move beyond this point in the career because they feel entitled. And I can tell you, just listen to episode one, a very first show we did with Jeff Green, um, former CEO of a children's hospital, a couple of them, actually. Man, let me tell you, when you don't get the job and you begin slacking off and there's stains of um, attitude um, in what you do day in and day out, uh, you have just uh, you just put yourself in a really, really difficult place, because what that says is my loyalty lies to me. Right. Well, and I get it. You're going, well, shouldn't it? Well, yeah. OK. So, yeah, you should be, you know, you know, true to thine own self for sure. The exchange uh, rate uh, for your labor um, is a paycheck. And so you should absolutely you should absolutely be be faithful to the role that you're doing, that you're being paid for. But 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 when you get a no, when you get a you're not ready for this next job, the worst thing you could do is slack off and not, you know, maintain the quality that may have put you in a position to even be interviewed for the current job. So do not slack off on your work efforts, you know, after you have received a, uh, a no on the job you want. I think the third thing is, and this is a big one, assuming that you're not valued, not getting the job does not mean you're, you're not important to the company. Not getting the job doesn't mean that you uh, are not considered valuable or an important player or a contributor to the overall business. That's not what this means. There, there, there may have been another candidate. I know this is going to shock you, but there may have been another candidate that was stronger than you. There may have been another candidate that was better positioned to to be able to uh, do this role. And it doesn't mean, by the way, that they were better than you necessarily or worse than you necessarily. It just means whatever was being sought after in this particular role, that that candidate that maybe got the thumbs up had something that they were better at than you had more experience than you or honestly it may have just answered the questions better in a right in a better way than than you answered it it could be a number of reasons but the last thing you should assume is that translates to 
a lack of perceived value by the company, the boss, the manager, the owner of the business toward you. That'd be a big, big mistake. And then, you know, I think this number four is a pretty big one. So when you don't get the job after the interview, you don't get the job that you may have wanted. One of the worst things you could do is disengage leadership. This is a big one because if you didn't get the job, now is a better time more than ever to really engage leadership, really get in there and just say, hey, you know, I'm still going to be committed. I would still love to stay in touch with you. I would still love for you to share with me some things that I can do to get better. Just keep engaging them. You know, before you interviewed for the job, you probably were really proactive, you know, in engaging um, management and, and, and or leadership or the owner of the company. And if that is the case, you know, after you know, didn't get the role, continue to engage. I am telling you, you are going to stand out to that manager. You're going to stand out to that owner. They're going to see that you are serious and that while this may have been a very difficult decision for you to receive, that you are still engaged, that you're still contributing to the team. It makes a huge difference. And then I would say number five, absolute. Now, uh, no others were in any particular priority, but this one probably should have been number one. More important than anything else, immediately after the no, do not start looking for another job. It's just not the right time to do that. You're, you're coming off um, a, an event that, trust me, I don't care how strong you think you are, how mature you think you are. You're coming off an event that absolutely has a, an impact on you. It has an emotional impact on you. The dashboard lights could be uh, going off at the moment. And so it's always good to step back, take a pause, and not immediately start jumping ship. I think those are five things to not do after, you know, not getting the job that you wanted. So again, displaying a bad attitude, slacking off on your work effort, assuming you're not valued, disengaging your leadership, and immediately starting to look for another job when you didn't get the job. So I would say those are five top worst things that you could do. And on the other side of the break, in just a moment here, we're going to share, you know, why those things are are significant to stay focused on. I've got really three important things that I think will help you when you're in this scenario. And I can tell you, if you stay in in the workplace it's likely you're going to run into this scenario so stay with me on the other side of the break i got a little bit more for you calling all workers we want to know what's important to you what are you dealing with in the workplace what questions remain unanswered regarding your career path what topics seem to have left you in the dark Go to our website at rawitted.com to get connected, ask us a question, comment on what was said, and what you want to see. 
Follow us at facebook.com slash rawitted. Tweet us at twitter.com slash rawitted. Hashtag on your way to work. And watch our blog for the latest news on the podcast, the books, and speaking engagements. Welcome back. You're listening to On Your Way to Work. I'm your host, Rick Witted. And we're talking about how do you handle when uh, you get the message from boss or someone you've interviewed with for the job and the message is, well, you're good, but you're not quite ready. And so this is a pivotal point in your career. And uh, let me just share my own personal experience. I remember, you know, once uh, interviewing for a job, it was kind of the next level job for sure for me. And um, I had been a manager for a few years and um, was doing really quite well. I had been very successful and I interviewed for a job. I was one of three, four candidates interviewing for that job. And I was probably the most external of candidates. We were all in the same company, but I was not working in the division that I was interviewing for. And I, and I remember doing a really good job in the interview. Probably the only reason I got the opportunity to even interview for the position was because of the phenomenal job that I had been doing in the role that I was in. And, and so this is just a big learning lessons for us. If you want a bigger job, make your current job bigger. That is probably one of the first clear criteria to get the next biggest job. So, you know, so anyway, that was my scenario and it got down to the end and I didn't get it. So kept a great attitude, you know, I didn't slack off and I kept at it. I I remember kind of getting to the end and thinking, okay, I might get this job. I think I have a strong shot at it. And uh, it didn't work out. I didn't get the job. I was a little, um, I was a little bothered, you know, Uh, it felt like I wasn't supported as much as I could have been. And I remember that boss uh, that would be my future boss coming to me and saying, I heard you were a little disappointed, but you know, anything you want to talk about, I want to just really talk through my decisions. And, you know, I said, no, you know, I, I just want to hear what are some of the things that I can do to prove to you on the next go around, the next opportunity that you probably should have hired me the first, first go around. And so he shared those things with me. And I said, you know, I, thanks for that. I, I'm going to work on those things. And he gave me some very specific things that that he wanted to see accomplished for whenever the next opportunity came up. And so I I threw myself into those things. And guess what happened? I got better at my current job. And wouldn't you know, about six months later, um, they expanded a role and another opportunity came up. And I interviewed for it again. A long story short, I got that job. And that person became boss and a mentor for me. One of the things that he said really stood out to him was I left with a plan of action. He gave me some specific things to do. And he said, hey, Rick, you hit this, 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 and this. So you made it very difficult for me to ignore you. So that's my personal experience. And I got to tell you, it was tough. It was gut-wrenching not to get it the first time, particularly being a strong candidate. And I, I honestly thought I had it, but I didn't get it. The attitude that I had and the things that I did and the effort I made 
after that prepared me for when the next opportunity came up to look really good in the eyes of of that manager. Uh, so a couple important things I want to leave with you that I think are really, really crucial here. One is the most important interview you will ever have in your career occurs after the no. Say that again. The most important interview you will ever have in your career occurs after the no. So that that may sound odd uh, because you're not going to be sitting at a table and physically being interviewed. But know this. Everybody's watching. Everybody's watching. How are you going to handle this? Everybody's watching the level of maturity and engagement um, that you have as it relates to the company, your job, coworkers. Everybody's watching. And so this will say more about you know, your ability to handle the tough stuff and the quality of candidate you really are, how you, you know, how you handle this after the no. And so again, the most important interview you will ever have isn't in the job interview that you're applying for. It's the observations from leadership of your behaviors after the job interview that you didn't get. So the most important interview you will ever have occurs after the no. Uh, Then I think, listen, if you find yourself in that scenario, ask a lot of questions. Number one, you know, around asking a lot of questions, uh, understand specifically what were the things that uh, the candidate who got the job had that you didn't have. That's so important to understand, and that's a great question to ask because it helps you understand specifically what you need to do to improve. And listen, that is a great recipe for a development plan. So the person that you're interviewing with, the interviewer, who's likely your future boss or or your potential boss or the person you want to be your boss, it's a great time to say, what does candidate A have that I don't have? very specific. And um, now you have got the a recipe, the ingredients for your improvement and your deepening. And that's a great recipe to make a development plan. Talk to that person about, hey, I'd love to put a development plan together to help me improve in those areas. If this person is not your current boss, great time to also pull in your current boss. Because the skill sets that you would need typically are, are skill sets you can develop right where you are. So it's not over. It's also a great time to build a mentorship. Ask the interviewer who you want the job from. Hey, so they've given you the specifics for what you need to do improve to improve. You want to ask them to help you create a development plan. Pull in your manager on that development plan um, and, and, you know, hopefully those two, the two managers will work together. Now, listen, all the work's on you. 
he'll put a plan together, a plan of action together, but you still have to execute on it. You still got to do it day in and day out. That's why they call it work, right? And so, you know, you put the development plan together, but then you ask that interviewer, would you mind me reaching out to you? Could you come alongside me as a mentor? And I would say to you that this is a great time to ask, you know, a potential future boss to come alongside and be a mentor for you. So as you're engaging in this development plan that you've put together with their help, with your current boss's help, because you've walked away knowing specifically the areas you need to improve on, you know, now that I think about it, that's probably one of the most valuable things you could walk away with, knowing specifically the things you need to do to increase your chances for the next level role. And what's really important about that is that you're, you're really learning specific things to deepen your skill set. So again, most important thing to know is that what you do after you didn't get the job is the most important interview you'll ever have. Secondly, ask a lot of questions, you know, specifically on what you need to do to improve Build a development plan from those specifics with the interviewer and your current manager together. Uh, that That's the trio, the three of you working together to really improve you and deepen your skill sets. And then it's a great time to engage the interviewer um, uh, as a mentor. Ask them if they would not mind uh, being a, a, a mentor to you, someone available for you to bounce things off as you're progressing in this development plan. I think that's key. So you really create an excuse to start developing a relationship with a potential future boss. Finally, I think this is the last thing, and I know we're almost out of time here. Pause. Pause. This Do not make a career decision immediately after the no. Don't make a career decision. Just pause. The reason I say that is because when you don't get the job, it is a form of rejection, and that tends to be a highly emotionally charged time for us. Rejection is just very difficult to deal with. It's, listen, uh, it, you know, and, and it's not the company rejecting you. I've already told you one of the five worst things you could do is assume that you're not valued. That, that, that's not what I'm, what I'm saying, but it still feels the human being part of you, which is all of you, feels that rejection. You didn't get invited to the prom. You didn't get invited to the dance. And so to make a career decision coming off of that immediately can be dangerous. And this is the time that I have seen. Well, let me just be honest. I have done <laughs> this myself uh, uh, many times earlier on in my career. But this is where I see so many of us quickly start looking in on Google and Monster and, you know, jobs and we're linking in on LinkedIn and we're trying to find other opportunities because we felt rejected. I don't know if this works or not, but I'm going to paint the picture anyway. This is like, you know, getting dumped in a relationship and then going in and immediately finding someone else to date. I forget what they call that. But this is like you're like you're trying to bounce back and picking up someone else quick. That always is a disaster. So uh, I'm just going to tell you, pause. So, again, most important thing to know is that you're experiencing the most important interview of your career. 
ask a lot of questions and pause. Don't make career decisions immediately after the no. So I hope that's been helpful. It's really cool when I got listeners sending me questions or comments and they're connected to my personal experience and walk. So thank you for sending me the request. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed today's show. I hope it's been a blessing to you. I just want to say a big shout out to my tag team, Christian and Charvin. They are the face of this show. They make it happen. So thank you guys. But most importantly to you listeners, when you are engaging me and I just appreciate that. So if you got questions, comments, you don't like what I said, you don't agree, you you agree and you want me to know it, take a moment, write a comment, go to iTunes, pull up the show and, and rate us. We really would appreciate that. It helps the show move up in the rankings. If you've got specific questions for me, go to my website, rawitted.com, R-A-W-H-I-T-T-E-D.com. Click on contact us and you can leave me a message. And you can also see a catalog of our other uh, podcast episodes out there. Until next week, hope this has been helpful. Have a blessed day. Bye.